Brother. Intro music. Jake's not here to play guitar or banjo. He hasn't busted out his banjo in a long time. So it's just us chilling on the couch. You got Sam, you got Fender, you got Dean, you got me, Nico. Welcome to the Corridor Cast. Our anime rock, paper, scissors video just dropped. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Well, and we literally just watched it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Well, yeah, actually, so this we're recording this on Wednesday, uh, the week before, and we all just watched it for the very first time effectively. It's like this, you know, in the crew videos, the quarter crew videos where we do like a little moment where we all react to our stuff. We just filmed that. So we all just are buzzing <laughs> yeah. after doing that like buzzing and also completely exhausted like, <laughs> from all the yeah. work that yeah went into it. all every laugh every smile has been sucked out of me <laughs> <laughs> i gave it all to that video <laughs> yeah yeah it's really good though it turned out well it's awesome people like it yeah right, well, well at this point we don't know what the reception's been like on youtube oh well let's predict people generally had a good time watching <laughs> i'm predicting that people will generally like it I I, yeah, so. the, I think the, my summary, my consensus, my takeaway from the, the little viewing was, uh, yeah, there's AI jank going on, but generally you kind of just like accept it and then just start watching the piece. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that happens. I, won yeah. I wonder, though, and this we'll see with the reception of it is like for people who come to that video with no knowledge of the making of it, what they'll like, what kind of feeling the animation will give them. Yeah, because like if there's a little, you know, if w shadow lines or warbling and stuff, I wonder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just wonder how that'll land with people who have no idea that there's like AI going on. Yeah, I wonder if we could not that we're trying to fool people, but like I wonder if anybody will watch it. And because actually we saw some I saw some comments on the Spider-Verse video where they're like, oh, you guys must have taken months animating this. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. think there will genuinely be people watching and be like, oh, that's cool. I think cartoon. especially because there's more like actual artistry with these shots and yeah. anime rock. There's like some of Sam shots. It's like full on. Just yeah. like. I mean, it is anime. Anime. In a sense. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're just skipping that one step about like drawing the character. Like we're only a few like steps removed from like just tracing the video by hand yeah. and like using a paint well, bucket and Photoshop to fill it in. Well, that's so, like, like the thing I feel like most people are going to see or, or feel when they watch it for the first time is like, oh, wait, this is like one of those things where they like draw over the picture yeah, a little yeah. bit. Like it's like a scanner darkly yeah. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now I showed a friend a, a, a test shot and that was, it was like, oh, did you guys like trace over it or something? Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, computer. Spit it computer out. Computer traced over it. <laughs> yeah, computer traced over it. I mean, really, yeah, that's what it's doing. It's tracing over it. You just got to do everything else afterwards yeah. <laughs> and before. Yeah. Man, when we started this, we had no idea if it'd work, though. No. Like, it was just like, ah, we'll start shooting it and we'll do some of the shots and we'll see how they 
Turn out. Remember. Well, this it started way back. I I you know we're putting together the the crew video that goes in depth on it. We have footage back from October, from yeah. Yeah. like first working on it because there was a week. There was like, it was like a week or two weeks where you and I literally just spent all day just like. Yeah. Typing in stuff. You guys were hitting downstairs, generate. right? Yeah, working yeah. on the matrix stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's in like the matrix working on the matrix. Change number, hit go, change number, hit go, just trying to figure out what every single thing does. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think that was because early on you were like, we gotta do this uh kind of alternative process, uh the image to image alt process, which is, you know, for the Spider-Verse video, for people who don't know, we were just using a, a really basic, like uh you take an image. You run it through uh, image to image, which basically lays a random noise pattern over it and reinterprets the image with some of the text prompts that you gave it. And that worked pretty well for that video because we were just locking off the faces and, and kind of focusing on that. But you, I think after seeing uh, the, the Jurassic Park, low poly Jurassic yeah. Park. person named Hops on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Which it was, it felt different than all the AI videos that had come before, which were just like, they just look kind of like some kind of weird psychedelic dream. Yeah, that, it's all yeah. flickery. And... There's no coherence to it, but yeah. his stuff was using this alternative process, which, uh, you know, to my understanding, literally takes the input image and then puts it into latent space in a sense to, like, derive a noise pattern yeah. from it's, that image. It's basically like, you know, if you're taking noise and turning it into an image, you just literally do that backwards. You just do the exact same math formula, but backwards. So you take an yeah. image and turn it into noise. And you just end up with an, an image where the noise only changes if the image changes. And it only changes in the parts of the image where the parts of the image changes. So it, like, it ends up locking it down when it needs to lock down. And it lets it move in parts that are naturally moving. Yeah. And it like structurally kind of matches the image too. So it just kind of takes its step of preserving all the detail. And just making it a little bit better. But it's still flickery. It's still yeah. super flickery. And I, I remember, so you were like testing that stuff. And Fenner and I were going to do that Spider-Verse video. I was like, I don't. It doesn't seem like it's yeah, going to work. There like there was, <laughs> it was lit. I mean, I think at the end of the day, it was literally like a checkbox that you were mm. like, oh, I checked this off and then it works. Yeah. But that's kind of, and that's kind of how it feels with a lot of this stuff is like, we're just moving around sliders all day. And then, you know, the initial tests look like just garbled, deep fried you know, weirdness <laughs> with noise patterns. And then suddenly it pops into just being like a perfect image. And you're like, oh, write those settings down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And once that started happening, like, I don't know, it's been, it's been quite a journey, like getting from there to like a functional piece because we did a, we did a whole bunch of tests or it's just like one of us, you know, being on a green screen, moving our face around. And like, the real question was, can you get an express expression to stick? And like the arcane, the arcane cartoon show animation style is like our first real foray into trying to like do this. We quickly like realized that it'd just be weird to have, an arcane styled piece yeah yeah that like and it's not arcane and it's just like it's directly being pulled from arcane like eh. <laughs> we should try to do something that's a little more just like true anime or like and a I'll, little little more obscure like vampire hunter d let's find something yeah, yeah. it's a classic like <laughs> gothic it's a classic gothic anime vibe you know and i also feel like arcane like being that they're still even at the end of this process there's still a little bit of flickering there's still a little bit of inconsistency it doesn't work for cg you know, animation, like mimicking a CG animation because arcane CG. So like if there's like weird little flickering going on, it really people, it feels off. But yeah. like if you do hand-drawn animation inherently, if somebody's 
sitting there and drawing every frame, there's going to be a slight difference in every frame. Yeah. So it really maps on well to that. Yeah. Like, like I wonder, I wonder how much we should talk about like the actual like diffusion process in this podcast, like how techy we should get. <laughs> I do like there is there's a decent breakdown in the behind the scenes in the quarter crew, you know, channel. Um, but like we'd probably just be worth touching upon it real quick so people have an idea of like what's going on in this. And you know, basically if you imagine you have an image sequence, you know, basically a video. And you have an AI tool here that can take a picture and kind of reimagine the picture to look a little bit different. <clears throat> it's like, well, let's just run it on a whole video and make a whole video look like something different. It'd be cool. And that's like, that would be cool, except every image ends up being interpreted differently due to the fact that there's like a heavy random nature to this because of like the whole way it's using noise to generate the images. So it all just falls apart. And like, there's nothing in built into this. It's, you know, it's just looking at visual forms. There's nothing built into this to have a sense of like, oh, there was like a window here earlier there should still be a window here now on this picture of a wall that i'm drawing it's like it just it doesn't understand the world like that it doesn't have any like this process you know i feel like ai is a bit of a misnomer now we all just say it because it's like it was what was in movies but it's like it's not like this is really an artificial intelligence it's in it's a statistical visual Mesh. pattern yeah. matching system yeah. <laughs> you know it's a machine learning process not necessarily an artificial intelligence um <clears throat> but it sounds cooler to say ai so we do <laughs> um but yeah so this 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 ai just ends up giving you a bunch of random images that look loosely inspired by what you fed it but we kind of discovered through a bunch of trial and error that if you use this process to get generate noise from the image which in the automatic 1111 interface which is basically what we're all using for this program it's the image to image alternative script down at the bottom and if you use that, you combine it with a dream booth model, so a custom tuned model, like as you might have seen in uh, as we done did earlier last or later last year, like the the medieval fantasy story. You take one of these custom dream booth models and you train both like a style, and it could be any style of your choosing, plus like a subject. If you then then take a picture of like somebody on a green screen, so it's just a person, no backgrounds, and it's that same person that's trained into the model plus the style, you can actually end up getting and you use the whole image to image alternative thing so you're using a more refined noise process you end up getting something that's very close to being consistent but not quite almost consistent so then if you take it into like any effects program and basically apply like deflicker plugins and like noise removal plugins and you know dirt removal plugins it cleans it up and suddenly you have like a frame a cartoon frame that's consistent with the one ahead and the one behind it or at least close enough and like that's that's what we tried to figure out for this process you know we talk about like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to see somebody use these tools creatively to see them liberate artists and like, you know, now anybody can make a cartoon. And then it's like, yeah, it would be cool to see that. So who's going to do it? Mm -hmm. And so we're like, screw it. We'll give it a shot. <laughs> make yeah, a rock, I, paper, I, scissors anime. I feel like a lot of people in the AI space are, you know, not in the VFX space or at least the AI image generation stuff. It's like mm -hmm. everybody's attempting to just like, I want it to, to get to a point where I can hit a button and it looks like kind of the results we're getting. But mm -hmm. if you just like give it a couple weeks, yeah, yeah give it a couple <laughs> weeks, especially It'll after this video goes out. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, if you just put a little bit of effort on the back end with post-processing, it gets so much closer. Yeah. And um, yeah. that's, what's really exciting about it is like, yeah, we're using it as a tool continually. And we're like showing how it can be continued to be used as a tool to like, again bring the idea to the fore and like execute on the concept 
It's not like we're hitting the button and the script for the video is coming out or that the idea itself is coming out. It's like, it's just a tool in the process. Yeah. I mean, like in a nutshell though, it's, it's a filter basically. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> if we look at the whole video, everything else, everything that happened in this video is just like what you do during a normal animation process, except there's a cool filter plugin we have that goes like, boop and makes the photos <laughs> look more cartoony. Yeah. And then all the other work still goes into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when we started like putting our shots together, because like first we'd film ourselves on the green screen, posing and acting like anime characters, and then we'd you know edit that and you run it through, and you basically get it traced into cartoon form. And once you popped off the green screen and put a background there instead, like the first results were like, oh, this kind of really looks like somebody on a green screen with the background replacement, even though there's this whole cartoon filter on it. But it wasn't until like we started animating things it's like okay well, let's have the background move a little bit and let's have the person slide a little bit and let's add a visual cue a visual representation of like anger or something like that you know so let's do a color shift and a little vignette and some lines over here it's like once we put like the literally like the animation touch into every shot then it went from being oh this is a video to this is an animation mm -hmm. at least in my eyes like it's i started feeling that vibe of watching you're watching you know abstractions representing something versus just an actual photograph of something yeah did you have like one specific moment like your aha moment where you're like okay this video is gonna be sweet <laughs> i feel like that came in during the tests that we were doing earlier it was just shots on the green screen yeah it was like the, the first time popped off popped out of a green <laughs> popped out a green screen the first time i keyed a green screen <laughs> and then like dropped anime lines on a shot that i also had deflickered and had run through the process yeah and like and you just see it and it's like this looks like a cartoon i just made like a four second long shot from a cartoon yeah it's crazy it actually worked yeah that was like some of the earlier arcane tests you know that we were doing those were like showing a lot of potential yeah and then just like watching the whole program evolve because it's like it's so open source so many people are like i mean it's still open source obviously and like so many people are actively contributing to it that's just like it's moving so fast and it's really cool to see that because it's like if the community's in charge of it you know it's like I worry, I worry at some point that like these tools get like, like, for example, like, uh, you know, chat GPT and then you have like Microsoft's, what was it called? Um, the just Bing, being, Bing, just being, yeah. Bing. Bing, yeah. And there's like Google's Bard. It's like, so here's somebody that's has like, you know, a machine learning model. that has been trained on all this, you know, script and text out there that everybody's just collectively written on the internet, you know, and they're going to use it for their company to, and what are they going to change behind the scenes to be like, you know, it's like, here, we're going to make it useful, but maybe not quite so useful until we, get, you know, can either direct you to here so or somebody's paying us for ads or here. It's like, I don't want them manipulating it for yeah. their gain while I use it. I just, I like, I don't want a compromised tool. I want a tool that just does what it's supposed to do. Like if somebody's going to make a helpful search assistant, I want it to just be purely a search assistant as best it can be. I don't want it to be a search assistant that is also scheming to like get me to like pay money here or to like help yeah. these people who are paying for ads here like i don't like that and having something like stable diffusion well stable diffusion is a misnomer because that's like the, the underlying function of like how this diffusion process kind of works so it's one of them and they also train models but this automatic 1111 program this interface you know for this thing that has so many features and scripts now having it be community driven effectively means that like that every single function here serves only one purpose and the purpose is to be as good as it can be at doing this i'm i'm so curious to see the updates to automatic 11 11 post the anime rock paper scissors video because yeah, i yeah. feel like it'll just be like 
hey, there's a uh, deflicker mode <clears throat> in batch image to image now. Like, yeah. Or create it. Yeah. Or like, even just having batch image to image create a yeah. folder automatically yeah. rather than yeah, exactly, take them right? first. It's, it's funny because like, save file you can load your settings from for yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Having or, to like redo all your settings and the prompts and or maybe don't bury it. the most useful image to image feature in a script called <laughs> image to image alternative yeah. test. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It felt Go like all the way down. Like most of the project was like media management, you mm -hmm. know, like, yeah, it was kind of really just because Resol DaVinci Resolve, which we're using to edit is also there's some limitations in terms of like exporting like, you know, this this program only takes like PNG sequences. So there's just like it was all the little Not resolve stuff. automatic 1111. Yeah. Yeah. But resolve yeah. takes more than PNG oh, yeah. sequences. But, but resolve can't export. But resolve PNGs. can't yeah. export yeah. Them unless it's like in a specific yes. page, you know. Yeah. So it's like. Please make resolve export PNG sequences. Thanks. Yeah, from the <laughs> deliver page. But um, it, it was like the whole process was just like okay, like export the media to this folder and then bring that into this web UI browser and then batch that out and then bring that in as an image. And sequence. update the spreadsheet and, on Google Docs. Yeah, <laughs> update the spreadsheet. Because well, so. yeah, you film it and get a file and then you chop it and export it and get an image sequence and then you process that image sequence and get another image sequence and then sometimes for me I bring that into uh, fusion and then deflicker and make another a fourth version of that shot oh and up res it <laughs> with yeah. transparency and then and sometimes i would then up res it and make a fifth <laughs> image sequence on that same shot we filmed so there's yeah. five versions of it now yeah. and then you take it to after effects and now i'm ready for after effects which yeah. then you'll <laughs> export and, that and yeah. then bring and that, that into and the, the funny thing is, is that actually one or three shots i bring it back into fusion and do the keying there because it's a little more effective than an after effects and so, yeah, then I end up with six versions of the file before <laughs> yeah. I do any like creative work on it. Which And that's that's like a healthy chunk of time, just like waiting mm -hmm. yeah. for things to, you know, export and moving them around. And I feel like it's almost it makes the instantaneousness of of the process a little bit obscured because like, really, if this if all of that was automated, it would be 20 seconds for yeah. each Every shot, frame, but you every, know. or yeah, like every shot ends up having at least one to two hours of just management associated with just that shot existing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it like if it was all, and again, like we talked about, this will pr probably be available in three weeks. But like, <laughs> if it was like whatever <clears throat> compositor you're working in is, is you just pipe the media into a node that goes, this is your stable diffusion node, and then you do all your stable diffusion stuff and pipe it out of there. Then that instantaneousness is like. It's it's all right there, you know, mm -hmm. and you're and you're just waiting for it to render. So I I bet you could get Chat GPT three to write that. Oh for geez, you. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> write the code. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's like the, the really trippy thing about this project was as we get going into it, realizing that every single shot, literally every single shot, is a VFX shot. Yeah, there's no parts that are just in an edit. Mm -hmm. It's like every single shot needs to be tagged named accounted for put into a folder sent out round trip to other things like there's not a single shot that doesn't get packed up into frames run through four other programs and then brought back and like to do that for a couple you know do that for 10 or 20 or 30 shots in a video it's kind of a pain but you deal with it right everything else just lives in the timeline and it's easy but with this video it has to happen for every single shot and that was a totally new experience for me at least yeah well, I, I thought it was <laughs> I, I kind of enjoyed that first week 
uh, right at, so we did our first shoot. So we broke the shoot up into like, yeah, those like three days or so, you know, filmed for a few hours for three days. And then, um, but that, that first week, I remember it was just like, all right, everyone, we're all doing the video right now. Here's, <laughs> uh, here are the shots we filmed and go for it. And, and it's like zero direction, zero, like there's no like, hey, here's what we're trying to do with any, it's just like, here's a bunch of shots. Everyone just do shots. So we all did like three shots, put them together. And yeah. it's just like, you're like, okay, here's all the different approaches you could possibly take for this video. <laughs> yeah. And everyone, then we all kind of just look at them all and then just <clears throat> kind of averages out basically <laughs> yeah. over those first one or two weeks. It's just, yeah. And that first week was congealed. crucial. Yeah. yeah. Like, where we all just like, all right. totally it was just trial <laughs> and error. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, to the wind. just yeah. do yeah. a shot. Yeah. 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 It's like, it, how do you do an anime shot? It's like, figure it out. Let's do it all together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause by the end there, I felt like, it came together so quick like yeah. it was like just the curve of like how we actually got it done was crazy yeah the speed like, by the end was it was it was also a matter of like you know nico you made these models of mm -hmm. you know t basically we were using two models for this video mm -hmm. which was like a stable diffusion model that had included my likeness plus the vampire hunter d style and then one that included... plus plus the data of you in the vampire hunter d style oh yeah that was yeah, the freaking the human that was the extra the sauce on top which is like <laughs> That's a really interesting step, which to clarify to people, it's like we had a model of stable diffusion that was trained on my likeness and the vampire hunter D style, which is just a bunch of images from that that film. And then we uh took images of me and we trained also, that we trained that we got a dream booth model there. Yeah, we got a dream yeah. booth model. And then, and then with that dream booth model generated images of me in the style. So basically the character that we were gonna have in the final piece put those images back into the training set, mm -hmm. ran it again. A new fresh model. A new fresh. fresh model that had basically, it was as if we had an artist like look at me and draw me in this style. Mm -hmm. It's a style then, sheet or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. A character, yeah, which is, to me, that was the most, one <clears throat> of the more exciting pieces of it because, you know, if, if you were going to make something like truly original, because this in a sense is kind of a parody of, of anime mm -hmm. so it kind of makes sense to draw on actual anime but like if you're trying to make something truly original with this approach that's the step where you would bring in an artist to yeah. do the purely creative work of like finding the characters right yeah and then the maybe more boring side of it which is like drawing but they don't have to draw frames. every they don't have to draw every frame of your movie yeah they just have to draw the characters and design them and like come up with the environments and the vibe like they get to do all the art stuff yeah. And they don't have to like, okay, can you do that? Can you draw that picture person 2,000 more times, please? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they don't have to do that part of it. And the, <laughs> the way the tech is moving, even if people wanted to, you know, because obviously there's limitations of of using a real human as a reference plate because mm -hmm. we can't move. And, the, and we were finding that we were actually having to contort ourselves a little <laughs> bit to like move like anime characters. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a world in which... Uh, you know, there's some new stuff coming out where you can take a line drawing, a scribble, basically, and use that as a as a guide for the the output of the character. So you could literally just draw a janky sketch kind of mm -hmm. animation and run that through and have it turn that into the the character animation. And um, yeah, I just you know, it, it's kind of funny with with the videos that we've done uh, with Stable Diffusion. It's like we do this experiment phase mm -hmm. and then we go into making the video and we kind of go in our like trench mm -hmm. and we don't, you know, we're not don't hearing, update anything. Yeah. We yeah. don't update anything. <laughs> and then like literally last Friday, we're kind of 
coming to the clearing and I like popped my head up and there was this brand new thing that would have like, is, that is going to change everything about it. Cause it basically takes everything we've done. It's not like it replaces everything we've done. It takes everything we've done and adds another layer on it mm -hmm. and amazing. even multiple layers. Of... I love that it didn't invalidate like four months of work for us. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> but it did um... make those shots look extra cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's, those ones um, Dean was doing last Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it it's just it's crazy that like what is that thing? It's called control net and it's basically just a <laughs> not a, a neural net. It's a it's like a net, digital net. Yeah, it's a digital net that like it's you know, you, there's a, a lot of <laughs> and you control things with it. Yeah, you control things with it with um using either edge detection or depth maps or really it's just more like the the challenge of creating temporal consistency has been like, how do you control the noise? How do you control the decoding process of these images to uh, have it be exactly what you want while giving it enough freedom to interpret uh, animation or a character or, yeah. or a different style? And so this is just another way to take the original image and be like, I want it, you know, I want it to be like that image in these ways. And it just gives you more uh, control and mm -hmm. like, I'm excited to explore that stuff, but yeah, it's just, it's just funny how we like, it's kind of the temptation with this AI stuff is to just try to keep up mm -hmm. really like try to stay abreast of all of the, uh, the new stuff coming out, but you do have to stop at a certain point and be like, we're going to make something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, what we did with this video mm -hmm. was like, we stopped and we we're like, wherever it's at right now. We're making the thing. Hit it's save, good enough. Go on a side quest. Come back to the main <laughs> yep. story. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is it working? Yeah, I think it is. Like, is it really? Let's do some shots. Okay, it's working. So we don't need to change anything to get it done. It's like, technically, no. Could get better, though. It's like, but it's working? It's working. All yeah. right. Freeze everything. Let's make this. Yeah. 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 And it's like all the tools may change, but I think, um, I think what you've done a great job of, Nico, is like, kind of educating us all on how the the technology behind the stuff is working. Mm -hmm. So we have like a, a systems understanding of diffusion models. So it's like whatever tools come out, we know, you know, we we can have basically hypotheses about like how can we get more consistency? And if a new tool comes out, we're like, oh, it helps it in this way. Yeah. It's not like, you know, it's not like we just have watched a tutorial and like, okay, I put the setting on 0.6. <laughs> they input. said check these three boxes. Yeah, check these three boxes, <laughs> which some of the stuff is kind of like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. There's uh Yeah, I definitely have a screen grab of our specific like check, <laughs> yeah. check, check. Me too. I have that in my prompts thing. It's like, yeah. here's just a screenshot in case I forget. I, yeah. In case I didn't check the right box. Yeah. 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 In case I'm not Sigma enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't forget the Sigma box. You, yeah. Who knows Sigma what that adjustment? Does? <laughs> I'm glad they put it there though, because without that Sigma adjustment, which once again, who knows what that does? Yeah, but without sigma, it, none of this would have worked. It's that sigma, sigma energy. Mail, Why it's not just checked all the time? Who knows? It's just one of those little tests. Like, this is the one checkbox that makes it work, but we're not going to leave it at the very bottom, unchecked. Very bottom. Because only if you're worthy. Because yeah, <laughs> you get this checkbox. If you leave it unchecked, you get a beta adjustment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like yeah, it's like a professor writing a syllabus. They're like, this is a very powerful tool, but you have to scroll all the way to the bottom. You have to read every menu, every slider, every checkbox. Yeah, so. and there's professors that have like, and this is the one test that actually like counts towards your grade. If you come in and do it, you pass. This is my test for you reading my syllabus. Yeah. yeah. There's like the one student that does it and gets the A. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because without that checkbox, literally nothing worked. Even though all the settings were the same, 
everything looked like crap and then you check that off and it was like oh we can make this video now <laughs> yeah. yeah seriously looks like yeah it looked like actual true crap <laughs> <laughs> okay so you have a you have a computer program that can just take a video file and trace it to look like a cartoon and do it consistently enough every frame that they're consistent enough that it doesn't flicker all over the place and you have an, an anime cool but what about everything else how do you make an anime so you can trace your video, but cool. But how do you still make an anime beyond that? <laughs> I feel like Sam. Sam's the man on. Yeah, that Sam's one. the man on that one. Get the old Sammy well. special. <laughs> we had all started to composite shots, and we were like, "Oh, this looks kind of cool." You know, you move the background left, you move the character right. That looks kind of cool. And then we'll walk over to Sam's computer, and he's like, "Here's God <laughs> rays coming down, and here's a, a bowl, a chalice with fake 3D beam." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was that's just like that was a little trial and error there. Like the first shot I did was the that reflection shot, and I was like, "All right, I'm doing this shot because this is like I I don't know how this is gonna work and it's gonna be really hard." So it's I think a great stepping stone because everything else you're like, "Oh yeah, maybe move the background a little bit, do some light rays, whatever." It might even be worth rewinding all the way to on set when we're like standing there in costume. We're like, "What do we do for this?" Moment? Oh yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. That's the, so I mean, how do you make an anime video? You have to write an anime script that's super dramatic Brother. and has lots of like super intense lines that are gonna be really funny to yell. Um, so we did that first, and then you film it. And then well, you did the voice. We did the voices first, which I really liked. It. Actually, it made the acting a lot easier to just make decent enough, if not good. Well, it saves you the problem of like refining, like like I, I like I I like making shorts and films and stuff like that, but I really hate talking to an actor and, <laughs> and, and being and but like when specifically where you're like they do a, per, a performance and you're like that was like a it was like a B plus for what we need here, you know? So I'm like, can you like you know it's like really leaning in there and you're like. How do we figure this out? Like, how do we make this like even better? And like, I just, I really hate that nitpicking <laughs> process mm. of doing like of directing. I do too, actually. That part's tough. When you're like, we have to here on the moment on set, like refine the performance. And even if like they gave a good performance, but it's just like, you know, you see it for the first time, you're like, ah, hmm, yeah, that's not working actually. Like, no fault of their own, even like. They just don't know where they play. Yeah, and now it's like, okay, now we need to workshop this right here, right now. And how do I get you to do better without making you feel like you're doing bad? You yeah, know? right. It's it's really it's really stressful. Um, but yeah, so recording the lines in advance helps that a lot. And also, make, but also, like, dude, this is like so much easier when it's an anime style. Like everyone gets it instantly. You're <laughs> like, okay, I get, we're in the vibe, you know, and so from there on, it's just like, look, is this like a big line? Is this a small line? Like, <laughs> the, the, those it, are the two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Am like, I whispering or am I screaming? <laughs> but, you know, so, but he, he kicks it off with like a common understanding. Um, but then fast forwarding. So we're filming this shot. Okay. So you're like, all right, you, you, Nika wrote a shot. He wrote a line in the script that says, you know, like, uh, we're brothers. Uh, like, like uh, we think we're different, but on the sea bit of instinct, we're uh, sunlight. Like, like we're like rays of sunlight. Something is too weak to, to, too weak, to, reach, yeah, this, to reach a seabed. It was a mouthful. We are the same. It's, like, I mean, it's intentionally. Like, it, was the, it was the only yeah. line Dean wasn't able to just like say. I mean, everyone knows that like the better the script, the harder it is to say the words. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the best yeah. scripts are very like most actors can't read the best scripts. Well, that's why it's, it's, we, they kidding. stay I'm up kidding. all night reading practicing. it and practicing remembering them. And remembering them. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, I, I'm just saying like, you, so you managed to pull off the line and we're just filming it. And I was like, well, 
it's a shot about two brothers being the same. So let's do something silly where we're like, we've seen this in other films. You see a reflection of one thing and you pan up, but it's now something else like mm -hmm. classic shot, right? Is that a classic shot? It's a classic shot. Well, it's like, right? can I t pause? You say it's silly. <laughs> you say it's silly, but it tells the story and it is, it's ridiculous. It's goofy. But like we were talking about this, so like a lot of Hollywood movies, it just set up freaking three camera angles and capture people talking and that's yeah. not a movie well, and like that you're, you're yeah. making a movie yeah, yeah. So, i mean i man i i, I want to go off on another tangent really bad right now do so it just do, do it. it do it so like Coward. we were talking about this this morning so we're talking about like just this idea of exploring other anime concepts mostly because we're just we're so hyped on on this stuff right now we want to do more and we want to do more yeah and and cordodigital.com cordodigital.com great place to be so i, I Compared to the other anime videos that we've done, this is, I think, the least funny one in a, from a, like, a, what, what, like, intentionally it, it, humorous. In, yeah, it's like, there's not, like, jokes in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With the other videos, they have, we got jokes in there, so to speak. You know, Fidget Spinners is, has jokes in it. Like, the fingers get, getting yeah. cut off. Lighting or, the cigar well, I wouldn't even say the, the yeah. It's pretty I mean, or, like, but here's, the, thing, but here's the thing, though. Are those, oh, yeah. are those jokes? That's just cool. <laughs> see, because it's like, they're not, yeah. yeah. See, actually, there are some jokes in Fidget Spinners, but I don't think it's, like, fingers getting cut off. It's, like, it's the spilling the fries while driving the yeah, car. Yeah, it's like spilling yeah. the french fries while driving the or car. $100 or the $100 for bones. the bones. Or like those little things. There's like a lot more of those jokes. And then like this particular script and stuff is, you know, he's kind of serious. Like the only goofy thing about it is that they're playing rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and they're whereas, taking it so whereas, whereas if you just said you're holding two swords and you're a du doing a duel... And everything else is the same, and the dialogue's the same. It's like it's kind of just a serious anime scene. Mm -hmm. And um, I forget where I'm going with this, but it, it was that idea of okay, <laughs> like we're not we we think it's like oh it would be funny to do this shot, but what you're saying is okay, let's just make the most over the top way to show this moment. Yeah, yeah, and like. <sighs> It's like, let me tell the story so expressly through the... I mean, it still yeah. takes cleverness to come up with those visuals, but mm -hmm. it's like, this is the most, like, like clearly bold line yeah. version of the shot. Yeah, well, yeah. so... It's a maximalist interpretation. It's a maximalist of, yeah. interpretation. Yeah, yeah. So, so, like, where I was getting at with that is that... So, these things seem over the top and ridiculous, and, like, maybe at first someone watching... Like, my experience watching this is is like, okay, this is ridiculous, this is over the top, but then suddenly, like it holds that energy so hard that now what you used to think was ridiculous or potentially too over the top now just becomes super intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. now you're like, okay, that is the style of storytelling. It's like, you know, it's yeah. like RRR for example. I was yeah. To yeah. You had a really good quote this morning. It's like, it starts off funny because they're taking themselves so seriously. And then eventually the funny goes away. And you're just taking it seriously with them. Yeah, you're yeah. in it at the end. Like <laughs> it's awesome, right? And, yeah. and so it's the so it's the weirdest effect. It's disarming. It, it's yeah. like it's a way to get to. It's like I'm gonna make you care by making you think you're just ironically enjoying this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I, I it's just really interesting. It's really cool and thinking about like how that works with other animes too, and mm -hmm. like other shows I've seen where it's like, oh wow, that's so funny and over the top. Like we're you know when we watch those other anime clips and stuff and thought about like other t storytelling styles. Yeah. It seems kind of ridiculous until you realize like, Oh, wait a second. All those inner monologue battles in death note that you, uh, that are kind of over the top and ridiculous. It's like, Oh, 
wait, no, that's actually gripping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It turns out I'm very invested in what they're yeah, saying. Yeah, you are incredible. Yeah, that think, the, the the laughter turns into investment. I think like the key, and I think that's part of why RRR was so successful in the, mm -hmm. the U.S. is like people. I find myself I'm so tired of cynicism and self awareness in the media that I watch, mm -hmm. and like. We talk about this all the time, like the Marvel movies. Say, yeah. It's like you you don't let me enjoy it because you go. There's a quip. We go. Oh, this is dumb. You like the the guy holding a bow and arrow is like, why am I holding a bow and arrow? This is stupid. And I'm like, well, then I feel stupid for getting invested. Yeah. And yeah. Like, when I watch this kind of stuff, where it's like we are going full tilt and telling the story at the like. 11 volume yeah then you once you like align with it which i feel like rrr for people who watched it there's the scene uh like 40 minutes in where they set up this thing where he's swinging off a bridge with the a bridge. flag yeah and, dude and this kid's on a on a raft and it's preposterous it's so ridiculous because you're like how do they know to do this and then there's just a moment where he has used a wet flag to, to protect, protect himself, himself from, from the, the flames. flames and he emerges from the flames and you're like yes <laughs> yeah. Like, no. And then and then after they're done, they're walking on the bottom yeah, the ocean. of the ocean and, and the they, beats are going. They grab hands like from freaking uh Predator. Yeah. And you're in. Totally. Yeah, and match cuts to the montage then. Where they're they just like, sing Let's go. a song where they're literally like we where the lyrics are literally telling you the story and you're mm -hmm. you're so in. Yeah. And it's it's ridiculous, but you're like, I, I think it's not it, it flips from like humor to delight. You yeah. know, and that's why you're laughing is you're like, I, I feel so joyful right now from like just the pure commitment to yeah. like, I think having fun. Yeah. I think when we were watching RR in the theater, when we did like a bunch of us from Corridor went, it was like at the start, you're laughing at it when he's like yeah. flexing on the tiger mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. then at that point you're laughing with it. You're like, oh, it, it knows what it is. And yeah. it's just awesome. And then Natu Natu hits and then you're just, and then you're just like, this is the greatest yeah. movie of all time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, I, this isn't funny. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, this you're is, like, oh my this God. This is the best. This yeah. is like, so sick. He's standing up for his bro and like, <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, like, yeah, this is a very po this is a positive relationship. People need to take note. And this is an example. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> he's gonna lose the dance battle for his homie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, that, it's like it's a it's a weird concept, and yeah, RR is like at the perfect like touchstone as far as like finding like how that works. It's it's interesting. So to it's pull it, so to bring it full circle, like even more fuller circle. Well, <laughs> when we're shooting this piece now, back to like this reflection shot, it's like we didn't just shoot random anime shots, like we. Still, like, especially you, Sam, since you were basically the cinematographer for all this and coming up with a bunch of these shots, like, every shot still had to tell the story and be a constructed, real animation shot. One that's compelling yeah. and one that, you know, emotes and tells you what the character's feeling. So, yeah, you had this reflection shot. Reflection shot. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's just, that was the hard one for the, to kick things off. Um, well, then, but, like, the question is, well, you know, we have all these character shots, but, like, how do you do the anime shots? How do you do, you know, you're like flying oh. around the person well, let me just talk to, let me finish this reflection shot thing we've brought it up like three times the whole that whole thing is actually pretty simple it's basically just it's the, the, the concept of that shot is going oh wait a second doing an impossible camera move that you can't do for real mm -hmm. but as you're watching it in this 2d version seems like it works because basically i had this reflection element uh, uh of nico and then i have this like ring of this like maybe it's like some water bowl it's never set up whatever <laughs> like it's not in any other shot but we pan up and we see dean and i was like okay that's cool but like 
is this like a are we pulling the camera back are we just like tilting up like how's that working and the shot was actually like kind of janky for most of it until i realized wait a second like if i just like force the other front part of the bowl just like just slide it up like not these not, are just two separate pictures just i had like yeah like two two <laughs> separate pictures and i i just slid that up and suddenly the whole shot like clicked and was like whoa this felt like a like a 3d camera move even though in real life it's basically impossible to film a shot like that from mm. those angles yeah, there's no 3d whatsoever it's all just planes two-dimensional planes moving around yeah exactly which and is kind of the rule for the almost all of this was that like was no the, 3d that was yeah. the big epiphany because like we know about like parallax you slide one image left and slide an image right and it feels like you know you're orbiting or something's moving but you know going that level deeper of all right how do you like really do that how do you take like three or four layers and do with scaling and zooming kind of get that effect um that was so that was like my personal epiphany which was a great way to kick off the piece <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean i don't know I, I could talk about the other ones a little bit but they're they're not that as they're not as dense well but yeah i, th I think i mean two things that are really cool to touch upon i think is how to get like the crazy camera motion of like an anime shot but also like maybe let's pause that for a second you know fenner you comped a bunch of shots and you like you yeah. did the the crazy you know shoot shockwave bit you know at the end where it's all black and white like what did you you know coming from an effects background of comping what did you find you needed to do when like building an anime shot once you had like you know a character shot and you have okay cool a background render what mm -hmm. how do you make it an anime i mean the biggest thing was just taking inspiration from sam stuff of just being like okay let's go over the top with this mm -hmm. and like we had just watched a bunch of we basically just all came in the podcast room here and watched like My Hero Academia and like top 10 best anime explosions. Yeah. And <laughs> we watched some like One Punch Man. Yeah, One Punch Man. And like we were just like, okay, we just have to do that where it's like style frames where you're like, it's going to cut away to black and then it's going to be black and white. And then you're just going to see a random camera flash. And then mm. there's going to be a balloon looking explosion. And so it was just like treating it frame to frame, like as if you're like, I need to draw the like core of this explosion rather than being like okay i need to add an explosion element in here so it was like all those big impact moments it was like taking very very intentional frames not just like mm -hmm. cool i'll just let this element play out it's like okay the element plays for two frames and then there's four new elements in the shot and then you <laughs> switch the whole color on everything and that was it was cool and it was my first time like really comping in fusion which was definitely challenging at first but it's it's a great program and like that was a really i had to challenge myself to that because i kept wanting to be like i have to go back to nuke but i really like the idea that we can basically be like every part of this video was done with free software which was really cool yeah, yeah. and it's like, like actually like a big c story to all this so that we, we we basically worked in a new compositing program for like 70 percent of the shots yeah, yeah. and it, it made it doable because just like like fusion being able to utilize gpu so much better than nuke it made it actually doable otherwise you're just like especially the d flicker stuff gets mm. so heavy and like mm. dean and i were able to do it on the spider verse video because it was like it was less shots yeah. and we were able to be like okay sweet we're just going to pre-comp these then we don't have to deal with running d flickers live but then it ends up getting so heavy so it's so nice like with fusion just like you basically just stack 60 flicker nodes and it's like cool i can just play back <laughs> and the fact that it was all in one it was we had one resolve project with all of these yeah. comps in there which i at the beginning of the process i was like there's no way this is gonna work <laughs> well it it wasn't working either well, yeah then once we figured out like nico had it, it's like okay everything has its own timeline for each individual yeah, every shot. effect shot is a timeline yeah, yeah. that's when it was fusion like button. oh it's working it right? and that it worked, was awesome worked really well and i feel like we could do it on a lot more stuff yeah yeah and the project only like <clears throat> 
corrupted a few times but, <laughs> but literally to fix it you just go back into the project browser and just do copy paste yeah. <laughs> re-update the name and take the old one throw it in the old bin and, it and you just keep going it's not even the project corrupting it's just the nature of like because we're all you know for people who use resolve there's like a collaborative feature which is also just you know when we're working on crew videos and stuff, huge man is mm -hmm. it's one of the most amazing features like the, to be able to literally be editing like we've had uh, videos that are it's like a friday and we're trying to get the video done we've had like three editors working at the same time on a video in the same project it's so critical it's the but, coolest thing in the world like yeah. i feel like it, it, this was the most futuristic video i've ever been a part of <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's so cool to yeah to I mean, see it, it all work like there's that. so many there's so many things that came together for this video right it's like not just the ai thing like there's the whole collaborative project thing. There's the whole, like, all the effects comps are stored in the project. And your timeline has, like, you know, eight layers because you have all the, the things there. But it plays back in real time because you've committed to everything being GPU decoded. And somehow it's working. And, like, you know, and you have the whole, the whole diffusion process. You have this whole green screen or costumes downstairs just ready, built and ready to go with, like, you know, whole, like, production crew ready to make it happen anytime you need it. So you can get shoots. You can get reshoots because it's all experimental. Right. It's like you don't know. You might get two hours done. You might shoot the whole day and none of it works. And you go back and shoot new shots. Maybe you don't need to shoot new shots. It's like you can't commit to any of it. And you just have to be like ready to go at a moment's notice. And of course, you have the whole diffusion process that we did on top of it. All the comping. And then the whole like everyone gets to like do anime. Oh, yeah. Learn anime because <laughs> I mean, it was cool seeing how it was that ramp of all right. What's going on? Like, how, how do we find the vibe here to not suddenly everyone's just doing expert level anime shots? Yeah. Like, Penner, <laughs> I keep thinking back to like that very first shot of like Dean walking sideways yeah. and like that shot. And then like the, the later shots that you're doing now. The, 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 like, it's the fist slam. The I, fist I slam. didn't even know that was done. I was just watching it and that happened. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is, it was the coolest shot. That first walking shot was just like, I hate fusion. And then by the end, I'm like, this is sick. And I was like, this is great. Dude, the character arc. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was awesome. It's a, uh, yeah, it was so cool. It, like you were saying, Nico, it's so awesome. Like just with, even since I've been at Corridor, just seeing the build out of like having the green screen psych and now the trust, it's like, oh, we got to shoot on the green screen, walk down, hit a button mm -hmm. on an iPad, full lighting setup for the Makes green screen. Oh, and they're filming on a phone for most of the yeah. video. Yeah. Okay, okay, we started too. on the red. Let's take it to and... anime moves for a second here. So, okay, every anime has the crazy anime moves. The camera orbits the character and they're all distorted. And how are we going to do this as we like look at our giant jib arm with the red on it? It's like, hmm. And Sam's like, put this iPhone on a gimbal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I started just wanting, using it more casually, like all the king stuff at the end. Yeah. Cause it works so well. Like, at the, the end, I literally came down here with the iPhone <laughs> and I just like put it on the selfie camera, like alone. What's Sam doing? <laughs> I just filmed the whole thing solo because I was just like, oh, that's some fine. That's framing's fine. I do it. It's like I don't need to worry if it's in focus or anything. I don't have to yeah. think any of it. Yeah, no, about I literally it. walked downstairs and I'm I just stopped on the stairs and Sam's like in full costume with this this freaking white beard and big eyebrows and he just looks up at me and yeah, just, just like, goes back to what he's doing. Yeah, I hear on the phone and I step back and I look and yeah. then I, in my other hand I'm holding my up uh, my phone with like I just used voice memo to record the timeline and I just like am playing it back down near my waist and then like miming the words <laughs> and then I, I watched the final shot right now i'm like that looks like a shot from an animated film yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not to mention those were then processed with like the best like with the control net and like it, they're peak 
<laughs> yeah. shots. It's like yeah. they're the last shots we've done, so they're like the pinnacle of our process that we've developed. Yeah. And yet, like the filming process is like literally the jankiest. Well, and that's what I wanted to mention is like you were talking about how every shot is going through four programs, and it's like you know there's all this stuff being done to every single shot, but it's like on the front end, it each of those steps compresses down what we yeah. really have to do on the shooting side, which is like again we got to the point where we're just like. I grabbed the iPhone. Yeah, we have an iPhone 12 mini that we throw we're using. the camera at something yeah, yeah. and you're like, make it look good. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy because it really means that in the future, you can kind of just use any camera as long as it's good enough. Yeah. It's like, can, is it a person? I think so. Where are the eyes? Around there. Cool. We got it from here. Yeah. We know what yeah. you want. I mean, you know? that's, that's kind of the coolest thing about this video is like anyone could shoot it on their phone. Stable Diffusion's free. Well, the uh, automatic 111. It's free. One, 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 one. Automatic 11. 11, 11. It's 11, free. 11, yeah. <laughs> and DaVinci Resolve and Fusion is free. It's yeah. like, there's no excuses. <laughs> Make your own. And the anime. thing is, you can literally build your costumes out of cardboard. Yeah. Because once you put the filter on it, it looks good. Like Sam's King costume in real life is the cheapest Halloween beard like and like potato felt sack, cut out <laughs> like eyebrows and yeah a potato sack with a, a rope a like random beard, rope that we found the beard wasn't even sticking to my <laughs> face but I filmed all the stuff for the outro and I look at the footage and the beard's like like wolf wobbling around and stuff and I'm like I was like oh god I don't want to reshoot this but then we process it all and it's like oh perfect yeah. <laughs> it looks great yeah it's like we literally like, we started like we started shooting everything initially with like nice light because like oh, we should light it nicely so it looks nice later by the end like none of the light, nice lighting looked that great turns out all you need is one light harsh not doesn't mean soft just one harsh light too. from the side yeah. that's all you want because that actually looks the best it's like you literally you light it poorly shoot it on a phone janky costumes like dean's costume is literally a bunch of tape yeah around his yeah. collar and his chest it's like let's get a get yeah. a costume and then like it's like, oh, anime looks a little more simple. Well, you're than wearing this, one of your the costumes wrong right color now. Yeah. Tape yeah. on my <laughs> yeah. torso. The, the final yeah. shot, you're wearing this hoodie. Yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah, the hoodie I'm wearing right now is in one of the shots know, in the I, video. Oh man, yeah. we should treat ourselves. What's what you're wearing for the, the <laughs> Friday to the watching? Well, we'll let's play the green screen version oh, yeah. for everyone. Oh, yeah. yeah, I do. I do really want to like. <laughs> well, do I think a, that's out do a as of the day of the day of this podcast. By the way, the green screen versus oh tomorrow. Yeah, the green screen versus. I do want to like do a version, just a quick quick key on all the shots so we have the same backgrounds <laughs> but it's us for real i do have a lot of them keyed already yeah actually they we look like such dorks oh my god and uh yeah when we were working on awesome. the edit and like it was halfway done and you like you'd watch a sequence of shots especially like if sam like had a stretch of shots that he had done and you watch like <laughs> god damn this is sick and then pop to one of us in real life going like you know not what you do <laughs> and you're like oh my god, god we're our like, voices like, are cracking well, I'm just I'm trying to convey through audio the yeah. visual <laughs> effect. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but there's one piece we're we're missing that did cost a little bit of money, and it was Sam's Unreal environment. Oh yeah, oh, thirty dollars. Which, which Unreal <laughs> Unreal free program. Free. Unreal was free. Yeah, <laughs> I did spend. There was a thirty dollars. Yeah, you can't ignore the backgrounds. Backgrounds always living in the background, man. They never get the foreground light. But I have to admit, I I was. Kind of a big spender. I also spent an additional thirty dollars. Whoa, whoa, whoa! On a cell shading plugin for Unreal. Oh wow! Oh really? And I used it on just one shot, which was <laughs> this shot where it's zooming up the castle behind you. Oh, is that a three D shot? Yeah, I did put one three D model in the video. It's, <laughs> it's Guys, in there for just one, a moment though. One three D render, um, and then the cathedral at the end that blows up. That's yep. uh, one of the Kitbash three D 
uh, gothic cathedral things that I put together and then ran that through stable. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. that's what's that part of it is very exciting to me. We, you know, we it's like another we, revolutionary thing under the hood that's just quiet. Yeah. You know? We stayed away from the, there's, I guess, one 3D shot, but we tried to stay away from the 3D camera moves. But that's where I feel like, cause, you know, Sam and Nico, you guys have been having these parallel journeys with learning these tech, you know. Yeah. yeah. Sam's been in Unreal. Nico's been doing the AI stuff. And this was the first video where it came together. There it's true. AI and, and I, yeah. And I feel <laughs> like there's very exciting, very exciting possibilities there as well. It's like, yeah, okay, you have all these characters, but I need a background. And the thing is, the background needs to be like an actual, like consistent space. It can't just be, you can't just go to like mid journey type cathedral, ba- you know, wall. Yeah. You're gonna get freaking so much random well, stuff. Well, I got way better at the end too. Super consistent. Yeah, it was looking really super sharp. That was Sam. when Dean was like, "Oh, that's a checkbox you're gonna want to hit right there." <laughs> it's like, oh, and I check it, and my computer doesn't crash anymore, and it makes better images. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Sam would just like he'd go through the edit and look at a shot, and be like, "I imagine the background would be looking at this," and then he'd go to <laughs> Unreal Engine, move the camera roughly there. Grab a screen grab just from literally from the just viewport. Just a screenshot from the viewport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, not, not on Windows. There's a screenshot oh, okay. feature in yeah. Unreal that like just snaps to slightly better settings briefly and takes yeah. a screenshot. Yeah. So, you know, it renders in like a millisecond. Goes to another folder, drags into stable diffusion, applies just a nice light like painting layer. Just like a little bit of oil painting, please. You know, I'm simplifying this. The prompts are a little more nuanced. I think it's something like 90s anime. 90s anime 90s painting. Anime screen grab. <laughs> Expressive. Expressive. Oil painting. Oil painting. Sometimes Sam writes cathedral interior. Ooh. Well, sometimes you have to remind wow. it. You're like, if you don't realize what you're looking at. That, those are stained glass windows. Product <laughs> master. That's a white marble angelic statue. <laughs> those are candles. And yeah. there's, oh, you mean like this? Oh, my bad. Sorry. Yes, here you go. And then it goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, that's what's the same thing you guys do on the images, too. You're just yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> but then we skip the whole like you know no but lazy it's just eye. A... <laughs> no lazy eye. No cataracts. Doesn't have lazy eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know the background. Is, it's always just a picture. We're never doing video for the background. It's always just a picture. So you just take that one, you know, image to image picture. Got a stable diffusion from Unreal, and boop, off it goes. You're so done. fun. So fun. It's so fun. Hey, what are your favorite negative prompts to use in this? <sighs> I didn't do a lot, honestly. I just did like blurry and compression. And that yeah. was it. Lazy eyed. That was the new one. Cataract. Deformed is yeah, a good deformed. one. Deformed. That's, that's my go to. Like deformed. You sit. You sit down with stable diffusion. You're like, listen, he's not deformed. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay. Oh, he's formed. Oh, he's formed. <laughs> he's formed. Oh, I have a question uh, for you. Speaking about weird words. Um. Uh. Uh. What is what is that word? Oh my gosh. Not subtlety or whatever. Maximalist? Um, no, no. The, there's a word that people... Stealth. Subliminal. Subliminal. Oh. So so what does subliminal mean in relationship to liminal? I'm curious. Oh, mm. oh it's, yeah. Because it's subliminal and then there's liminal. Right. Isn't liminal like aware of it and subliminal is like below the, conscious? Then what's right. up with this whole liminal spaces thing? It's like right on I, the That surface. seems more like a subliminal space. Sam, I think you just yeah. yeah. right open. <laughs> Sorry. That one's really good. That, one, that one's like, wait a minute. You're right. It should be subliminal. Throw that in your okay. negative prompts. Subliminal. <laughs> I want this, this right is, on the liminal. This is liminal. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Anyways. I did find that a lot of times you'd have to prompt talking as a positive prompt yeah, to allow it mouth. to like draw an open mouth. Yeah. But not always. If it's closed, it knew it could draw a closed mouth too. I like fingernails. That's a great negative prompt. Oh, yeah. But also a good positive prompt. (laughs) (laughs) It depends on if you're seeing the back or the front of the hands. (laughs) 
Yeah, there's monster. That's another one. Classic. And also you negative prompt it detailed and intricate. So it well, makes it And simple. those are those are absolutely critical. Putting mm -hmm. in like detailed photographs, CGI render, like all the things that, you know, because it's gonna because it has our likeness, it's gonna lean towards making like a realistic person. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because I was just using it, I was using those negative prompts on just like a random generation. And that is really, I mean, that almost is more important than most of the sliders we're using. Yeah. Is like just mm -hmm. don't make it real. Yeah. And yeah. then it's like, oh, the, I'll just make it a cartoon. I found <laughs> the cell shading positive prompt was the one that hit it the most of being like, cool, it's not yeah. like photo real. Same yeah. for me, it's cell animation. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. One L, not two L's. One L. One L. Cell <laughs> animation. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded, I don't want a photo, please. I know it looks like a photo when I give it to you. I want it to look like a cartoon, please. It's like, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. I wonder what uh, people are going to think of it. I, I'm very curious because I, I think there will be a little bit of backlash. I think yeah, some people are going to be upset. I mean, there's definitely like still some of that Simmerin, Simmerin AI art. Yeah. You know, controversy yeah. going on. Yeah. Just put yeah. over Whatever, some CG mode. <laughs> well, he we made yeah. the video. I, I mean, this I, is like, I think the best case for AI art. Yeah. That you can currently make at the moment. Sorry. Yeah. Like I, really, really lofty speech here. Uh, you know, I'm just saying of anyone who's attempted to ever make AI art before, um, <laughs> this certainly presents the best positive use case for AI art. And um, yeah, I think people should, I, I mean, even if you like hate AI art, maybe I think there's maybe a little bit of understanding or like, you know, there's like a little bit you can take away from this. Yeah. Um, it goes, oh, wow, a brighter future. Yeah, I I hope people realize how much like actual time was put into every frame. It wasn't just the button of make anime. It was like, okay, like you said, there's eight steps just to get to the point where we're now actually going in and actually animating, making the keyframes. Like, well, and I, I think importantly, like it's not like we're an animation studio and we're like, cool, we can just get rid of some people's jobs. Yes. This was like, oh, we have an opportunity We've always now wanted to, to do, do this. something new. Yeah, yeah. And, We've made anime videos multiple times before, but ne we never got to do the cartoon thing. Yeah. Because it's just not something we were capable of doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well. A little bit of a hot take, but I, I honestly think that all images in the stability model and uh, what is Leon? Leon. Yeah, yeah, that should be considered like, you know, for use. Like I think basically. it just all the, like, I think there's a nuance where it's like, if you've trained a model on public data, I feel like the model should be available to the public. Yeah, I think that's really yep. what it comes down to at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah it it's be. like, yeah, because you look at Dolly and stuff like that. And like, if you think about these models, if you were to make this hyper corporate, super light, hyper licensed model, it's like, what are you going to be able to do with it? You know, mm -hmm. you're yeah. not going to be able to do that much. And it kind of requires like for all these things, like once again, where are all the crying journalists, you know, uh, talk, talking about GPT? <laughs> You know, three, three. Yeah. Well, and two. Yeah. And all the other ones. Like anyone yeah. who's ever written all these novelists. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. they were there. Yeah. I'm sure. But just I guess the so. wings I guess of so. the Sorry. internet, you know, I just whatever. didn't blow in that direction at the just time. The internet horns weren't loud enough back then. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sound do, the horns. Do you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> They're getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Watch, <laughs> brace yourselves. <laughs> Lock this comment section down quickly. <laughs> Sorry. I, uh, whatever. I mean, 
at least I like I, I get <laughs> I get the concerns about like copying art because look at the end of the day it's like it, copying art has been something that's been easy to do for a long time too. It's kind of like deep fakes. It's like it's been easy to do. You can copy shit. It's easy. You can rip people off. It's easy. But thank goodness, like we as a people don't think it's cool when people do that and we call them out for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when it comes to like these AI tools, yeah, sure, it makes it easier to like copy people's style. So if somebody just rips off somebody's style, call them out and it'd be like, you rip that person off. Screw you. Like people still should create their own styles and do their own things with this, you know? But like these tools themselves are amazing. Like they're so liberating. Like here, actual artists here in this room, use these tools. And let me tell you, they're awesome. And like, there's so many cool things you can do with it. It's just, mm-hmm. We as also consumers of art need to make sure we're holding ourselves to a standard of consumption that we don't let people get away with ripping other people off. And know? keeping it open source, like you said. And keeping it open source. Because, yeah, if, if they close down these, these models, but it has copyrighted data in it, that's when it starts to get like, hey, who are you to yeah. take all these images? But if it's for the people, you know, if you're... you're From the sp- people, for the people. Yeah. By the people. And then it's like, <laughs> and then it only, because if it's open source, then it only becomes a, about what is the final product? Mm-hmm. And is that copyright or is that like have you stolen that from somebody yeah and if you know then it's just a simple yes or no because you can just easily compare it to the original yeah you know? yeah it's interesting stuff interesting times like just think about how fast things are changing like i know that's a fear a lot of people are kind of starting to like have it's like how fast things are changing you know how much easier is it getting to do all this kind of stuff but it's like we're still people making it for people these programs aren't just doing it in and of themselves like this is still like somebody doing it with the end goal of entertaining somebody else or communicating with someone else. Like, so I don't know, like it's going to be interesting, but it's not all bad. It's not all good, but also, like, we got to make an whole, anime. This whole video is, <laughs> this whole video is really still an example of how much work is still required. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, even if I could be like, Hey, copy this guy's art style with one button. Like, it doesn't solve the problem of having to write a video and film the whole thing and edit the piece and do the sound and the music and then composite the shots and get everything moving right and make it feel like it's like there's still tons of art artistry and time, mm-hmm. you know, and no matter what the name on my desk says, the, what I'm called, you know, CG guy, animator, AI guy, you know, whatever. It's like it's still a person creating art and mm-hmm. doing it with quite a quite a bit of originality put into it even if there's other inspirations going into it mm-hmm. like it doesn't take away from the fact that we all still had to go through that whole process together here and do the work yeah, yeah. i find myself yeah. thinking about books a lot like it's very easy these days to get a book printed like incredibly easy it's basically free right anybody can get a book printed but writing a book an actual book that people value and care about is hard because it's the ideas and the thoughts and like the experiences and wisdom and everything in the craft that you bring as an author that we value, even though like you can go boop, boop, boop on a keyboard and anybody can do that. Like you can actually, anybody can physically create it. Thank God the, the pure alphabet's art. open source. Yeah. Thank God the alphabet's <laughs> open source. <laughs> but I think there's a, I think there's gonna be an aspect of like visual art that's going to reach that like movies, video, even pictures like that's been locked off to people. Mm-hmm. You know, pictures got democratized with the camera. You know, movies are get, got democratized with digital video. It wasn't until recently, right? It was very recent. And like visual effects aren't really democratized. You know, they're kind of getting there. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, it's going to be like writing. It's going to be as easy as writing. You can, I can write. The man set his chair down on the moon, which was plated with gold, and it didn't cost me anything to bring that vi- that image to your mind. If I want to do that in video form, it's very hard. But 
very soon, not, not very soon, not next week, but soon-ish, it's not going to be that hard to do that. And that can be scary, but at the same time, it doesn't make art irrelevant. It doesn't make visuals irrelevant. Like we still value authors, you know, anybody can write, but we still value good authors. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. And in fact, there's more authors now than ever before. So, yeah, I hope it works out. If not, you know, we'll make some cool anime videos before everything explodes, but yep. you know, <laughs> might as well. <laughs> yeah. We'll do what we can. I'm down. Sweet. I'll throw some anime lines on a thing. Yeah, yeah I'll slap anime <laughs> lines on anything. <laughs> so, yeah, to everybody out there who's like sharing their knowledge and pushing it forwards, awesome. Thank you so much. I hope we've contributed a little bit to that and we can help push knowledge forwards as well. Yeah. Yeah, in the meantime, if you want to make a video like this, what are you waiting for? Everything's free. Go do it. <laughs> Everything's free. People might be like saying, well, it's a little complicated. All right. Very small sales pitch. Here we go. I have a click by click tutorial on corridordigital.com. I'm pushing Corridor Digital so hard right now because it's that the website and the subscribers on the website is really what enabled us to make this project because it's like you can't support these things with ads. You can't support them with brand integrations, right? They need to be made for the people who want it. They need to be made for the audience. And so the direct support of an audience directly to us is what makes it happen. So yeah, there's a whole tutorial click by click on Corridor Digital. Of course, a whole bunch of other stuff. So yeah, if you like our stuff and you want to see us make more of these anime videos, it would really mean a lot to us if you supported us there. Also, sweet limited edition merch drop. The shirt oh, yeah. is very cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, we should mention this too. Hey, so, hey, maybe, maybe so we can go get a shirt real quick. <laughs> Christian, can you buy a shirt? If, if you're listening to it, <laughs> okay, whatever. Is, uh, you can go to our Insta, you can yeah. see it on anything else. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendra Tom's designed all our <laughs> other anime shirts. She made a cool new one for this video, and it's, it's on sale. It's limited sick. edition. Yeah, because that like, means if you, we're not making them unless you order them. You know, there's not going to be like stock left around at the end of the week. You have to order one if you want one. So yeah. if you're a subscriber on a website, guess what? You get 15% off. And if you're not a subscriber, it's worth subscribing to the website and then using your discount code as a member because then it's the same price. And basically you get a free month of subscription on the website. So there you go. <laughs> Pro tip. There you have it. Pro tip. And then you get to watch the tutorial. <clears throat> and Son of a Dungeon. If you and Son of a Dungeon. And all the other shows, Crew Cuts, everything. Extended, so extended Reacts. Functional filmmaking. Oh. And also... I. Am I blowing it? I'm going to mention it secretly, but also Smart TV is kind of happening. It's actually already out on some systems, maybe, but I'm not going to say anything else. Yeah, Smart TVs. We were kind of waiting until it's like TVs you can just like smart. hit all of them and like really make an announcement. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. only only True Towns are here listening to the podcast this late in the game. Yeah. But yeah, Smart TVs happening very shortly, too. If not, I mean, it already is happening. It's already out on like half the platforms and it's out for like certification on the other ones right now. Sweet. But we'll do like pretend you didn't hear that. We're going to because we'll actually celebrate like a grand opening like next podcast <laughs> yeah Whew, man it's been a lot of work making this video <laughs> it's gonna be nice to uh i'm so excited for there. people to see it me too i hope we launch it just right just right just right it's gonna right. be just right <laughs> yep okay all right we... until next time guys we thanks for listening everybody scream peace no. in no. <laughs> best anime sound best, best anime, anime sound, sound. Well, okay i'm just right. gonna go <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's good. <laughs> Subtle. <laughs> <laughs>